The voice of the Blue Bombers one-on-one with Mike O'Shea. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. At practice, that would be push-ups, right? Coach, how I blew the start there, false start on my part. That'd be push-ups? Yeah, if the ref saw it. <laughs> let's, let's say the ref, uh, Christian's the ref. He saw it. 204-780-6868. The Coach Show brought to you by Procero Pro Fungicide from Bayer. Your best defense against serial disease. You can also reach out on Twitter at DT on OB for your questions for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. You want to ask about the roster. You want to ask about facing the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You want to ask about the news of the day. You want to ask about his bike ride in. Got caught in the rain, did you? Like it was coming down. Was that was that refreshing? <laughs> it was refreshing. It was it uh, it was hot at practice today. Oh, it was yeah, it was hot. I usually patrol the shady sidelines, um, so might have to break out the big brim hat tomorrow. Yeah, it's, if it's that hot again, that sunny. Humidity just hanging around. Anybody who's in the city of Winnipeg or just outside, you know exactly what's going on. It's. It's hard for folks to work outside, so hopefully everybody is uh, staying safe and keeping uh, refreshed. The text line is 204-780-6868. We've got questions pouring in uh, for the head coach. How does it feel that the the regular season is now upon us? Uh, It's good. I mean, training camp, uh, you like it when it starts, and then there's a point where you're like, okay, things are humming along nicely, and you get to the end, and you want it over with. You want to, you know, start focusing on an opponent and, and moving forward uh, with uh, the guys that you uh, you think are going to get it done. How long are those days for the players, those training camp days? Yeah, the first who, first week and a bit are pretty long. You know, they, they go night meetings. They have to end at a certain time. Like there's a, a time frame for them, right? So uh, 8.30 in the morning till 9 o'clock at night probably. Um, and then, then they've got to do their own studying or their own – whatever they're going to do. Um, and then, you know, probably seven, eight, nine, whatever number of days in, you sort of pair back on the night meetings. You get it, you're able to get it done during the day. But there's also lots of other draws on their time too. Um, you know, seminars you have to complete uh, for the CFL, various things, media availabilities, fan functions, things they have to do, which, um, you know, use up a... a a little bit of time for them, but um, yeah. it's 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 good. It's it's pretty well managed, I'm sure, by the players. I suspect if you don't love football, you're going to find that quickly. You, you, you know what? This might not be for me. There are very few guys that I think it applies to because everybody I talk to, you can tell, loves football. But if you didn't love it, oh, I think training camp would teach you that. Okay, I gotta I gotta find something else. Uh, well, every year it's not for someone. You know, yeah. every year there's there's a couple guys, unfortunately, that decide it's not for them. That is commitment. I mean, and to uh, to join a team that uh, went 15 and three last season and went to a third straight Grey Cup, there were not a lot of spots that were uh, available. As we go through the show, we'll we'll get uh, hopefully your thoughts on some of the guys who will be new to the roster and names that I hope to be screaming out come Friday as they make great plays on this. But uh, yes, jump on in. We've got questions at DT on OB. We will start with uh, G-Man, who uh, is on Twitter, says. Uh, Coach probably won't answer, but uh, can we see Zach Kalaros and Tyrell Pigram on the field at the same time? Uh, well, we're allowed to, whether that comes into play or not. You'll just have to buy a ticket and see. 
I th- I think buy ten tickets, yes. one for every every home game. That's exactly right. I, Tyro Pigram was he was he in any way surprised, or did you know that he that he is this he has this package that we saw? We saw the great runs. We saw a reasonably strong a strong arm, though not too a ton of throws to evaluate. But what did you see on film versus what you got? Uh, once he got to town? Well, you knew he was athletic. That's for sure. I don't think that's a surprise. Um, you know, his ability to uh, break those tackles at this level was pretty interesting Interesting to see. There were, I think, four on that one run going left to right in the game. This yeah, yeah. Those final two defensive backs thought they got him. and Very impressive. Yeah, he was, he was a ton of fun, and uh, there's one destined to be a, a fan favorite if things go right for him, uh, in my mind. Uh, Zach is on Twitter at Jets, Benny double zero. Uh, he says, how come you cut Jordan Salima? He looked like the real deal. Zach was a big Jordan Salima, the running back, the American running back for folks who don't know. Yeah. Once we knew that Brady was going to be good to go, um, you know, it was, we also have Greg McRae in the building and he doubles not only as a tailback, but as a slot back too. So when you've got a guy who's uh a dual threat or a switchblade, like we call them, basically, <laughs> you know, that kind of um, those multiple skill sets, I think, edge a guy out who's a pure tailback. Yeah. When I think of the guys that you had in camp at, at tailback, there's, there's a variety of body types that could be successful in football. Brady's a pretty big dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Vance Barnes was like, People Shorter, said, but thick, too. He was thick, too. But people had said, like, Brandon Banks size. He didn't weigh a lot, but, I mean, that's uh, one thing you notice when you get close to guys is they may not weigh a lot, but they are – Matt Cole might not be 190 pounds. He is thick. Yes. Like, these guys work out. Yes, yes. Versus they, the regular population. Who are people I run into at the mall, you go, oh, yeah, okay, that's – They pack it on their frame for sure, those guys. Yeah. yeah. They were – uh, Salima, is he uh, – could he play? Would you see him in – could you imagine seeing him yeah, in the league? Yeah, he, he's good. He's really good. Um, it's unfortunate. He's just, you know, this is the way the roster shakes down. You end up, you know, over the years, we've released lots of good players. Yeah. You just can't keep. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, Brady didn't practice a lot in camp. He was there for day one, then missed a bunch of time. You, you, how does he, how do you feel? Is he ready for Friday? Yeah, he should be. Yeah. yeah. And how, he, he looks, he looked good today, so. How do you feel going into the season, Brady and Johnny, and then uh, McRae as the yep. potential running backs? Yeah, they were they were good, all good last year. So I'm, I imagine they're going to be better this year. That's what pro athletes do is they take an off season and uh, work to be better than they were in the year prior. That is the way it goes. All right, we have uh, plenty of text. You know what? Let's let's do this one while we have it. Uh, Bill in St. James is coach uh, Damian Jackson, the Navy SEAL, making the practice roster. He says that's a great story for many reasons, right? He is uh, as hard a worker and as in shape and as willing to do anything you want him to do, and he can. He can long snap. He's learning fullback. He can play. We played him all across the D line. Um, he can play, you know, all the special teams for you. He's he's just a, a very good person um, to have in the room. Not only for how versatile he is, but he he is a he's a man, and he does things the right way. He's a pro. Um, it, it'll be good to have him in the room. I think. Uh, I think the way he conducts his business 
um, will be infectious. Tyrell Pegram uh, gave him love on the postgame show for on his on Tyrell's 45-yard touchdown run in Edmonton. Jackson was in the open field, obliterating some guy that let Piggy yeah. go through. Yeah, and there was a couple. Piggy nice, noticed it. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple nice blocks there. Uh, Damien's was was the one closest to Piggy, set him free for sure, and then he just, you know, as he pushed the guy down the field, I think he drove him for about ten yards and dumped him. So, uh, the players, <laughs> the players love that. I I did not expect when people say, "What did you think of camp?" I I didn't expect to come out of training camp seeing a thirty year old rookie in Damien Jackson and a thirty six year old rookie in Carl Schmitz, but. Football is a funny game sometimes, and you yeah. never you never know what kind of players yeah. you're going to run into. The, the the special teams, the kicking game, you know, I I don't know that there's really an age limit for these guys, and they usually they usually get in. I mean, in case they're unless they're really fortunate with the situation and spot on on their workouts, they usually it takes a while to break in, right? You look at some of these guys that have kicked in our league for a long, long time, and a lot of good kickers get cut trying to make it. <laughs> past these guys that are in the league for so long. So it just takes a while for them to break in. And Damien doesn't have a ton of football miles on him, right? He's he's basically played five years of university or or so. So yeah. he doesn't have – he's not a 30-year-old with seven years of, you know, pro football on his body. Yes. Yeah. Once again, he's in, he's in absolutely terrific shape. He can just keep going. Plus, he's so mentally tough. He, he can just keep going and going and going. That is a story we will tell many times on the broadcast of the sports show uh, throughout the season. 204-780-6868. Your questions for the head coach, Mike O'Shea, as we continue. It's the Coaches Show at 680 CJOB. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coaches Show brought to you by Pro-Line Gold Fungicide from Bear, your canola crop's best defense against disease. 204-780-6868 for your calls and texts. We've got Steve on the line, but first up, we'll hit Gail on line two. Gail, welcome to the Coach's Show. Your question for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome back. It's Thank you. To hear everybody's voices. Hi, Gail. Um, How are you? Yeah, great. In regards to letting all these people go, um, Legio was that bad, hey? No. <laughs> no, I never said that. Not oh, once okay. did I say that. Legio right. was 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 good. Um, Sergio was really good. Right. I said that after practice. And then uh, James Sheehan and Carl Schmitz, they just have um, different pure punting legs. And um, uh, Jameson, you know, his, his accuracy, his, his directional punting is, is really good also. But no, legs, Mark Leggio could... Once again, with our roster last year, he did all three, and that you know helped change your roster, allowing right. other people to play in other positions. So right. um, some team you uh, know, could pick him up, and he could do very well. What's happening with Janarian Grant? Yeah, he's looks good to me. Yeah, yeah. So he's back. For yeah, the... he practiced today. Okay, great. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. Yeah, you, that guy? <laughs> Gail, he was on the suspended list for a while while uh, you guys take care taking care of some businesses. Yeah, yeah it, no, I know yeah. it's personal business. I get that. Yep. Oh, yeah, I so that. yeah, he's he was back uh, in advance of the game against the uh, the gosh played the Riders recently. I think is the one. He he's back, and so yeah, at it today. Thanks very much, Coach. Have a good game on Friday. I'll be cheering from my 
my cabana watching it on TV. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Gail. That sounds really good. Thank you, Gail, for your call at 204-780-6868. Steve is with us on line one. Steve, uh, thanks for calling your question for the head coach. I don't have a cabana, but I'll still cheer. Um, <laughs> two, two questions, Coach. Uh, the first one, I, I understand if you don't want to answer. And the second, they're both quick, and I'm going to hang up. So the first question is, now that it's regular season, are you more, I want to choose my words correctly here, direct with your players, harsh is another way to say it. In other words, okay, fellas, you've made the team. It's time to, mm-mm-mm. so are you more direct with the players yes. as opposed to the preseason? And the second question is, you personally, Coach, instead of your eight hours a day at the office preseason, does that up to like 10 hours a day in the office once the regular season starts? I'm going to hang up and listen. Thanks. Yeah, I'll say this. There are a whole pile of coaches still back at the stadium working, putting together a plan for a day two plan for, for Hamilton right now. And I got it easy going off to do the radio show. And I think all of us uh, coaches would really enjoy an eight-hour day during training camp because <laughs> it's not that. Not even close to that. <laughs> it's the players are in for almost twelve, so the coaches are in for a lot more than that. And it, we're glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, I get, I can, I could get behind that. Two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight for your calls and texts. Uh, Andy is on the text line. He says, uh, "Was Mark Leggio offered a practice roster spot?" No, he was not. And he says, "Who will be the holder on field goals?" Oh. That's a very good question. That was Dakota Prukop last year, yeah. or as best I remember. Yeah. We have we have options. Quarterback options, the, punter I, options. Know, I, the, I think I'm I yeah. think I'm almost done with the roster questions, is what <laughs> it is. I realize now we're in we're in midweek of week one and I'm I'm not gonna answer more roster questions. All right. Well, non roster questions is very important. Well, you we talk- want the other team to know who our holder is. Is it why not- would you want to? Until you have to, I guess. Yeah, until you have to. Last year, it was Benson, Prukop, Legio. This year, it's presumably Benson. Could be Jackson, as he, as he said, yeah. he long snaps. Plus somebody. Plus Sergio Castillo. So two, yeah. I, can, I can hypothesize two out of three. I, I know what I saw in camp, but we'll see what... Uh, <laughs> we wait for the roster to come it's out. It's no on, big deal, really. <laughs> on, on Thursday. Uh, Drew at Drew's FB Take is with him. Saw Drew at practice a couple days ago. Uh, Coach, what are your thoughts on the Jonathan Congo situation the last couple days and what first drew the Bombers to him? Um, what drew us to him was he was playing at the University of Tennessee. He was a starter there. He had made some big plays against some big teams. Um, his physical stature, um, you know, that's really, he was, you know, highly touted player uh, in terms of commenting on the trade today. I have no comment. I'm not, I'm not in BC's room and I'm not in Hamilton's room. I know that Jonathan combo was very good for us. So I, I, I hope he's successful with Hamilton. Jesse is also on Twitter. It says, uh, he says, why haven't we seen more bodies at defensive end over the last couple of years? It seems like both Jefferson and Jeffcoat could benefit from more rotation. Yeah, we, we have a rotation. We absolutely rotate. I mean, 
there was we had guys last year, Cedric Wilcox, Keon Adams, Teadric Hansen, you know, before that, Jonathan Kongbo, Teadric Hansen, right? These guys we rotate right through. There was a point uh late last year where it was the two the two Jeffs and then it was Dewan Cooper, who then didn't see a lot of defensive pass rush snaps. So Casey Sales ended up would bounce outside and rush from there as well. And yeah. I think that's what he's wondering. Will there be, are there always going to be three or four on the game day roster? Or? Yeah, there'll be always a bunch of guys that take, that rotate through those positions. I mean, it, you know, our plan generally is to keep them fresh because it's hard to rush the passer when you're not feeling fresh. But you also understand you, why do you want to take Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeff <laughs> off the field, right? You have to play them enough for them to get in the flow of the game and you have to play them just enough to keep them fresh, right? Like just that amount, right amount that's going to keep them fresh and going. There are, there are two new bodies at defensive end. I just want to hit you up on one of them before the break. Uh, you, you had really, you said in scrum today, Anthony Bennett, the first round pick natural pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, high energy guy, extremely positive, very positive young man. And um, just has this, you know, whatever relatives of his were, were pro football players sort of passed on that, you know, sort of natural hand movement. So, you know, we'll see what it translates to on the field. I know he's very excited and um, just loves learning from, from our vets. So we'll see what he, uh, he's flashed some things too that say with, with some experience, those things will come out on a very regular basis. Well, we're looking forward to hopefully his first CFL game on Friday. It's the Bombers and Tie Cats. It's right here at 7.30 kickoff, 5.30 pregame show with Doug Brown, Ed Tate, and myself. We certainly hope you will join us. And stick around because plenty more of the Coaches Show coming up on 680 CGLB. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coaches Show brought to you by Procero Profundicide from Bear, your best defense against serial disease. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. 204-780-6868. Your question for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Hamilton Tiger Cats will be here. The new look Hamilton Tiger Cats. New quarterback. As of today, brand new defensive end to join the team. Uh, new middle linebacker. Got an old defensive end back from the team. They left him for They left. He left a year ago. The Jagarrett Davis talk. I got, got stumbled up in there. But now we're back. Joel Figueroa. Right, yeah. And comes back after spending time in BC. Borderline the best offensive lineman in the West last year. I had a tough time on my ballot with that. that was... What? How could you have a tough time with that? Jeez, Murphy. Are you kidding me? Do, do you want to actually help me through the conversation or, <laughs> or just let it go? It was, it was Stanley. No, I, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. You're crazy. It, ultimately, yeah. it was Stanley because... Because with... it's Stanley. That's There should be no... I got yelled at on Twitter. My team only allowed 14 sacks. How am I? We ran for the most yards. How am I not? And I, I had many reasons, but he kind of, sometimes you're asked a question. They don't really want the answer to it is kind yeah. of how that will go. 204-780-6868. Uh, Judy Owen asked me today at practice, how many, how many players are back from last year's team? And I counted 41 on the 48 man roster which is a lot of dudes so there are some new faces i want to uh to get your take on if you would head coach mike o'shea uh the first up being kicker sergio castillo brought in from he was released by edmonton uh, yeah nothing new about training him camp. he went five for five in a great cup for us and, you know 
we we are very familiar with him. We had him uh, when he first came up to the CFL too. Um, so, and then Medlock was with us. So I think he, I don't probably recall exactly the details, but we've had him a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Three, maybe. There was another American kicker in camp, Chandler Staten. Yeah, very good. Yeah, he kicked minus the 50 yarders. He was around 88%, and Sergio was uh, 91 or something. Would would Staten have had to just beat him out or beat him out by a lot because you know what Sergio is, and Sergio has a significant yeah, track we, record in the CFL. Yeah, we, we weren't faced with that decision because Sergio won it outright, and you know he was he was also better from the from the longer distance too more accurate from the longer distance, but he, he also kicked about half the kicks cause he came in, you know, Chandler had all rookie camp and, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and Sergio eased, eased himself in Chandler Staten was a very, very good kicker. Sergio beat him out. Yep. Uh, and this will be hopefully some of the last times we ask you about the special teamers because there have been a lot of special teamer questions uh, for this uh, for this training camp. Jamison Sheehan, uh, punter out of Cal by way of Australia. Yep, seems like a super good dude, and you you were praising his directional punting. Yeah, he he is he's got excellent distance, and everybody talks about hang time, which is there's. Not as important probably in the CFL because of the no yards rule, right? You don't want it 45-yard punt hanging in the air for five seconds because then your cover team's all down there standing around and there's a chance of getting a 15-yard penalty, which would be a 50% increase on the average punt return, right? So, um, But he does have good distance, uh, good timing to his punt. He gets the ball off very well, and I think his one of his best assets would be his placement of his punts, his directional punting. He can he can land the ball in a, in a bunch of different spots. When Toronto went to uh, a second guy to punt, it left Legio last year as, as the only guy doing three jobs off the top of my head. Um, is We talked about this earlier, but for the folks in radio, are, are three duty, one guy doing all three jobs, is that is that going to come back? Well, you know, you hope at some point, you know, I think it, I always marvel at the three-way guys, right? Because it's it's tough. I mean, Medlock was a three-way guy, and he did it very well. And legs transitioned to that after a year of punting when his forte is field goal kicking, right? So um, I, I don't think it has to come back, but if somebody had a three-way guy, I always it's always neat to look at that because they, they do – they're able to change your roster for you for sure. Yeah, because in in the case of Legio, you could have, you now will have potentially a second global player on, but you could have a you could put another American somewhere else in your roster if you if you want. Yeah, you can do a lot of different things with it, but this is the direction we're going in, and we're very excited about it. I mean, obviously, once again, Sergio was lights out in in training camp, and and so was was Jameson and and uh, Schmitzy too. I mean, Carl Schmitz was. He was good too. Yeah. Yeah. Big leg on him. Yeah. yeah. Carl Schmitz on the practice roster at the moment uh, out of Bermuda, the 36 year old, uh, still looking to crack his first pro football game. He was a, he was a delight to talk to. You bring in a lot of guys who are a lot of fun to talk to, which I assume not necessarily their media performance, but I suspect it says something about who they are uh, behind the scenes. 204-70-6868. Kevin is with us. Kevin, thanks for your call. Your question for the head coach. 
Yeah, I know you guys just mentioned we have a lot of uh, veterans coming back. I'm just wondering this, as the Bomber fans, or us Bomber fans, who are a couple of rookies we should really keep in, or keep our eye on this year? Coach? Well, through the course of the season, you end up using a lot of different guys. We've had very talented rookies in the, you know, in the defensive backfield for the last couple of years. And uh, now, we, now these guys have, have grown up a little bit. So they're, they're not really there. I mean, I it's more so coming out of, out of training camp that weren't on their roster last year. That weren't on the roster. Yeah. How about Jake Kelly? Well, Jake Kelly, you know, we'll see, he'll have to carve his, his place in special teams. He's very fast. Uh, you've seen him, Play a couple of real nice hits <laughs> yep. from the safety spot, um, but he'll be, you know, he'll mostly be, you know, being used on special teams. Anthony Bennett, of course, will go get a chance to rotate in at end. Uh, everybody likes Piggy. I mean, he was pretty electric at, uh, you know, when he pulled the ball down and moved around as a quarterback. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. There'll be there'll be guys that'll shine for sure. Thanks, coach. Yep. Kevin, thank you for your call. Appreciate you being with us on the Coach's Show on 680 CJOB. Uh, bump, bump. CJ, oh, that's a question as we return from break last time. Uh, Jesse's on Twitter. Uh, mm, Kyrie Wilson. Yeah. His question about Kyrie Wilson says some things about Kyrie Wilson I, I don't want to say to you. Um, Kyrie Wilson is on a six-game injury list to start the season? Yep. We brought him in rehabbing him just getting to make sure he's really healthy we 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 had some film on today and um he's got a nickname around the the room about his play he plays he happens to play the opposition screen game the best i've ever seen the best i've ever seen really yeah okay they they were calling him screen killer today or whatever it's just amazing he he <laughs> he just plays those plays with a knack that says, you know, you probably shouldn't run him when he's on the field. Is that, is that just a lot just of film? Is that vision? What, yeah, what leads I, to that? I don't know. His athletic, he's, a, he's super athletic. He's fast, very fast. Um, strong, good vision to those plays. Tall for a backer in this league. Yeah, I guess. Six, yeah. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, like he, yeah. well, is I guess tall? compared yeah. to Biggie. Biggie's, Biggie is short, but Biggie's... Yeah. Got everything else. Yeah, we're 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 giving Kyrie whatever time he needs. Kyrie Wilson. So uh, in the meantime, uh, from practice today, Malik Clements, who played a bunch of games for you last season, Malik's a, another fun one. Uh, plenty of options to uh, to go with as the game approaches on Friday. Uh, plenty more questions to ask as well, and a couple more rookies to to hit up, including uh, Tanner Schmeckel. Uh, guys, who still, smiling. <laughs> still, still smiling. Still smiling. Guy Smiley. Ted, Ted Wyman of the Winnipeg Sun, who joins us on the pregame shows. Just let's, let Schmeckel make the team. I just want to say Schmeckel. I just want to say it because it's uh, it's fun, and I'm, I'm curious to hear all about him when we return. 204-780-6868, your direct line to the head coach at DT on OB. You can get us on Twitter as well as we continue. The Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coaches Show brought to you by Pro-Line Gold Fungicide from Bear, your canola crops, best defense against disease. 204-780-6868 for your texts and your calls. You can also hit me up at DT on OB. CJ did that. And he says, ask coach, what is his go-to summer drink on a nice hot Friday night? Well, we're usually playing. So, so yellow Gatorade, is that what we're saying? No. <laughs> we 
There's water. <laughs> that sounds like a trap. I'm Irish. Just, I'll say that. So, proper 12 for the bar. Here we go. That's what, <laughs> that's what we got uh, going on. Uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are in town on Friday, the game 7.30, with the pregame show at 5.30 right here on 680 CJOB. It may feature uh, names such as Tanner Schmeckel, a uh, yeah. draft pick from, from this year. He, I have an interview him. He is a big man. Yeah, thick, big, big man, moves it well. Um, learning to use his hands more, like learning the pro game. Super happy, positive guy to have around the, the locker room. Just excited to be there every single day. Excited to contribute and learn. You know, not just happy to be there. But yeah. Just wants to do whatever he can to to make the team better and make himself better. Do you have a Tanner is a happy guy story you can share with us? No. I just, okay. No, I mean, it's just, I don't know that, like, rookie camp is probably supposed to be a little nerve-wracking, you know, and I didn't see him without a smile on his face. That sounds Which pretty- is really nice as a coach, you know, when you're always seeing guys that are, you know, happy and like being around and laughing and, you know. Yeah. It's good. When, and you told the story early in camp uh, about seeing Tui Ellie, and he says something to the effect of best day of my life or happy, yeah. to, just happy to be here, or whatever, something yeah. in the effect of it's a great day that I'm here at work. Yeah, absolutely. The, the story about Tui was the phrase he used, a lot of people use, and you can bet they mean it the opposite way. But <laughs> with Tui, 100%, he was just so happy to be on the football field doing it back for the season. Uh, two currently on the one game injured list. Uh, certainly hoping that he'll be back. Uh, was working at center early in, in training camp and uh, hope a chance to get him back now that he's returned to Winnipeg on a three-year deal. Uh, the final name from the, the roster for the moment uh, we saw a little bit of him in the game against Sask as he signed on May the 30th. Celestin Haba, the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him, so I hope I said his name. He was telling Jacob Zod his last name was Haba, so I feel good on the first on the last name. Yeah, but Celestin Haba, defensive end. What do you what do you know about him? Well, he's only been here a little bit, and um, he he certainly has a good get off. He pays attention to the football and 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 gets off the ball very well. Um, he's picked up. The, some of the little things that we asked them to do very well already today on film, there was three or four cases where he's speaking our language and communicating uh, a blocking scheme, using his hands well. So I, I do think he's picked up what we've asked him to do extremely uh, quickly. Um, so that's nice. It'll certainly allow him to... Uh, hopefully be productive on the football field on a short number of practices, really. Yeah, because uh, if he got here May 30th, that's less than seven days. And to mm. pick up what I, I mean, a new a new type of football and new terminology and yeah, he was, he, was, fly, that's, he was productive uh, in college where he played. A school of which I just can't, it's on the tip of my tongue, but he was productive when he played. Celestin Haba, the official site of Texas A&M University Commerce. Commerce Texas A&M right. Commerce. Commerce, that was what it was, yep. Get to learn a lot of new schools. Yeah, there's so many. Matt Cole taught me McKendry is in uh, southern Illinois. Sure. 
And he he was one uh, defensive back slash returner. He said the first time I ever saw stars was when I went to school at McKendry. Like you what? Yeah, he's like I grew up in South Chicago. Oh yeah, I guess that's a thing. There, yeah. there are some cities where you would not know that stars are a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was fortunate. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Matt Cole almost took back a uh, a missed kick for a yes. Forgive me if it was a touchdown or it would have been a defensive two pointer. But he took no, back. it would have been a missed field goal for a okay for a. Pretty sure it was a missed field goal. Would have been a touchdown. Yeah. What's why? Why is Matt Cole on the practice roster? What What draws you to him? Well, he's very athletic. He is learning the defensive back position. He's not a natural DB in terms of he's played receiver right and returner. Uh, but then he runs down in the first game, makes two special teams tackles, and one of them is a real good shot on a guy. He's tough. Um, he is put together extremely well. Um, and you know he he plays like it. He he's he's got a hard demeanor to him, which is good. Yeah, yeah. He was a receiver in college and through a lot of his NFL stops. Mm-hmm. And then yep, I, he Out said of necessity they asked him to play DB one game, and you know I don't like I said he, I don't know how much DB he's actually played, but it's he's he's working at it. He's certainly a terrific athlete. That's good. Yeah. Hamilton Tiger Cats are here on Friday. They're a team that's had a lot of roster change. Do you know what do you know about Hamilton? I mean, yeah, they, as they they're constituted. Out, yeah, they went out this offseason and signed a lot of guys, a lot of guys with great experience. Um, they're going to be extremely well coached. They've got, once again, uh, a pretty healthy stable of, of good athletes and experienced players, and, and they're always tough, right? It's... <laughs> you know, it's feel it feels like it's a, it's been an eternity since we played. So I'm just looking forward <laughs> to just getting out there and watching the guys get after it, and and we'll see where it, where it ends up. They're going to be a good football team. We're going to be a good football team, and it should be a fun game for everybody. Is it hard? It's the same coaching staff, but quarterback is different. We talked about defensive players that are like a lot of defensive pieces are different. Do you do you have an idea of how they're going to attack you on both sides, and you can work from that, or do you go? This is what we do, and we'll see what they do, and then we'll we'll chess their chess, and they'll chess. Yeah, them. you tend to stick to, especially early on in the season, you tend to stick with what you do best. Um, you know, you, you know some of their systems based on how they've played you in the past or what they think, how they want to attack you. So our guys study a bit of that. They study some preseason stuff. They look at what the incoming players might have been good at what they what they can do and you sort of try to piece it all together but it really is the first game of the season is a bit is a bit of an unknown really mm-hmm. yeah do you guys have the best offense in the CFL will you when it's all said and done i don't think it matters i don't we don't whatever we're going to we're going to have a very good football team and on one game is if we have to have to have the best offense then we'll have the best offense on another game if it has to be the best defense or best special teams Whatever it's going to take on a weekly basis to win is what's going to matter to us. Yeah. Other than that, numbers and how stats end up, could nobody on our team could care. Yeah. Points will ultimately matter. Like yeah. You have an offense that looks like, oof, we can put up a lot of points between sure, Zach but if and receivers. If you and... don't need to put up a lot of points if your defense is holding teams to under 20. Like, I'm not saying that's how it's going to work out this year, but to me it's about all three phases playing complementary football. And if you ask any coach, they're going to say the same thing. It's about putting together all three phases, having them work well together, and and at the end of the day, having one more point than the opposition. The rest of it, irrelevant. Yeah, really. 
Yeah. He is the head coach, Mike O'Shea. He is with us every, oh, pardon me. Just a little shout out to the Kubi kid. Yeah. He's not going to be phoning anymore, but uh, we'll be thinking about him. What a, what a great longtime caller, a great Bomber fan over the years, and uh, uh, he will be missed on this program for sure. Very well said. He's the head coach, Mike O'Shea, with us every Monday from 7 to 8. Your calls, your texts, all the way through. You can download the Coach's Show as well and be with us Friday for the season opener. It's the Bombers and Ticats, 7.30, 5.30. We're live in the tailgate area at IG Field. Myself and Doug Brown and Ed Tate and Ted Wyman and the whole gang. Appreciate you being with us on the Coach's Show on 680 CJOB.